Hi, welcome back to My Daily Briefing. This is Gwen Diaz, and I hope you're enjoying the podcast and discovering that the Bible really does make sense when its stories are told in chronological order. Here's Ed with our next episode. Hey, it's Ed again. Let's go to episode 329, titled, Paul Begins the Journey to Rome. You can find this in Acts 26 and 27. Paul stood in the great meeting room filled with important dignitaries who were about to determine his faith, and he summarized his message. Everything that I teach is a fulfillment of what Moses and the prophets predicted would happen, he explained. They prophesied that the promised Messiah would suffer and die and be raised from the dead. They said that after his resurrection, he would bring a message of light to both the Jews and the Gentiles. At this point, Festus, the new Roman governor, interrupted Paul's defense. He shouted, You are out of your mind, Paul. This is foolishness. All of your learning is driving you insane. He knew that Paul was smart, but he could not comprehend how any intelligent person would believe that someone could be raised from the dead. Even if resurrection was possible, how could it be predicted hundreds of years before it actually took place? No, I'm not insane, most excellent Festus, Paul replied. What I am saying is true and reasonable. Then Paul turned to King Agrippa, who understood the Jewish religion and had no doubt heard the claims of Christianity. Paul said, You are familiar with these things. Jesus' death and resurrection could not have escaped your notice, since they were not hidden from anyone. Then boldly Paul challenged him, King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know you do, he added. Paul knew that if Agrippa truly believed the prophecies made in the Old Testament, it might be possible to prove to him that Jesus had fulfilled them. Whoa! King Agrippa stopped him. Do you think that in such a short time you can persuade me to become a Christian? Paul's response was heartfelt and honest. Whether it takes a short time or a long time, I pray to God that everyone here today might become a believer just like I am, except without these chains. Then King Agrippa stood up. He did not want to continue the conversation. Then Festus, Bernice, and everyone else in the room began to leave. No one there believed that Paul had done anything to deserve imprisonment or death. Agrippa then turned to Festus and said, This man could be set free if he had not already appealed to Caesar. But now he must go to Rome. Paul's long delay in traveling to Rome was almost over. The Romans gathered enough prisoners to justify the cost of booking a ship and deploying the soldiers needed to guard the prisoners. The centurion placed in charge of the prisoners was a man named Julius. He allowed Luke, who had joined Paul during his second missionary journey, and Aristarchus, who had been with Paul since the riots in Ephesus, to travel along with him. They boarded a cargo ship and set sail along the Mediterranean coast. Since they had to stop at many small ports along the way, the journey became long and tedious. Think about it. There are always going to be people who think the gospel message is foolish, just like Festus did. There will also be others who comprehend it but refuse to accept it, just as King Agrippa did. Our role is not to convince others that the gospel is true. That's the job of the Holy Spirit. Our role is to love them enough to share the truth with them and then leave the results up to God, just as Paul did. In 1 Corinthians 1.18, Paul wrote these words, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. Then in verse 25 he added, The foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. 
Now go in the foolishness of God and love him today.